Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder First John. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is Episode 4. Dear children, the end of this age is near. You have heard that Antichrist is arising, and in fact, many enemies of Christ have already appeared, and this is how we know that we are living in the closing hour of this age. For even though they were once a part of us, they withdrew from us because they were never really of our number. For if they had truly belonged to us, they would have continued with us. By leaving our community of believers, they made it obvious that they never really belonged to us. But the Holy One has anointed you, and you all know the truth. So I'm writing to you not because you don't know the truth, but because you do know it, and no lie belongs to the truth. Who is the real liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the real Antichrist, the one who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever rejects the Son rejects the Father. Whoever embraces the Son embraces the Father also. So you must be sure to keep the message burning in your hearts. That is, the message of life you heard from the beginning. If you do... You will always be living in close fellowship with the Son and with the Father, and He Himself has promised us the never-ending life of the ages to come. I've written these things about those who are attempting to lead you astray, but the wonderful anointing you have received from God is so much greater than their deception and now lives in you. There's no need for anyone to keep teaching you. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know, for it will lead you into truth, not a counterfeit. So just as the anointing has taught you, remain in Him. 1 John 2, 18-27 Within this section of verses, there are two words that draw my attention. Again, the use of the word know which in this entire section is the word Edo. The second is the word anointing. The concept of anointing has fascinated me for years. In the Old Testament, olive oil was used to anoint, to consecrate, to set apart. Set apart priests and kings and special servants for God's service. In the book of James, anointing oil is mentioned as being used as a healing for the sick. Yet John is speaking of a different kind of anointing. In the Greek, the word is chrisma, a special endowment of the Holy Spirit. When John writes, the Holy One has anointed you and you know the truth, he is stating that you have been set apart by the Holy Spirit, filled and empowered by Him. All believers receive this, not just a special few. When John continues to say, But the wonderful anointing you have received from God is so much greater than their deception, and now lives in you. There's no need for anyone to keep teaching you. It can be a little confusing, and I think needs a contextual reminder. 
the Gnostics were all about knowledge, and they were telling the church that they needed supplemental teaching to what the apostles had taught them in order to achieve the higher knowledge that only they possessed. Maybe like me, you've been in a situation where you've learned something new from Scripture and it fascinated you. Teachers that help us understand the Word of God are gifted to do so. The difference here is that the Gnostics claimed to have a knowledge that no one else could get without them, not even through Scripture. And this is where John is saying, don't be led astray. Hold to the truth you know, that you Edo. I think one of the reasons that this fascinates me, the idea of anointing, is because these words mean that I am anointed and you are anointed as a follower of Jesus. That anointing connects us to discernment of truth and it it empowers us to do His will and qualifies us to live into what He's called us to do. I've gone through seasons of feeling completely unqualified to lead or share my voice. And when I first heard teaching on these verses, it hit a deep place in my soul. I? I'm anointed? I mean, I knew that scripture said it, but I didn't Edo it. I had head knowledge, but I had not let it become heart knowledge. I knew I was his child, loved and known and doing his work, but I lacked an element of confidence in it, and so I performed. I lived with a fear of rejection. I had a wall of not enough and you're a girl that sadly carried along with me. The roots of those words ran deep with history and experiences. Yet as John states, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, He is in me and He is greater than deception. I had to sit in it, name the lies, and absorb this truth to finally say with confidence, I am anointed because God says I am. Now to say I am anointed might sound to some like an egotistical statement, but being anointed is truly acknowledging the work of the Spirit within you. It's surrendering to His work in you and allowing Him to show you truth and convict you of sin. It's knowing intuitively that God has placed His Spirit in you so that you can remain in Him and bring Him glory. John uses the word Edo in this section many times, making sure that this body of believers connects to the inner knowing of the Spirit versus the outer knowing that the Gnostics are speaking of. In his gospel, John records these words of Jesus, found in chapter 16, verse 13. But when the truth-giving Spirit comes, He will unveil the reality of every truth within you. I would encourage you to pray on what you are anointed to do in this life that God has given you. What is yours to do that only you can do that you can do all for the glory of God? Are you anointed to be a parent, a teacher, an executive, a student, a leader, 
a wife, a sibling? What are you anointed to do at a level that the world will be unfamiliar with? All for the glory of God. When I first heard this statement, it transformed me. I am anointed to lead, teach, and love at a level the world is unfamiliar with. All for the glory of God. I finally edoed that God had given me work to do for His glory and He anointed me to do it. And this is true for you, too. Can you say with confidence, I am anointed? Take a moment to ponder your answer. I encourage you to say that to yourself with confidence and Read David's story of anointing by Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, 4-13. Remember what God sees. And now, may you know that you are astonishing, blessed and filled by His Spirit to live into the life that He has for you. It probably won't be easy, and it may not always feel clear. Yet He has anointed you to live through life with Him. And may you give Him all the glory. Amen.